Hey everybody, this is Steve with the Core Extra Podcast. Happy Halloween. I was expecting to have a huge interview tonight with one of our people we had on our last Halloween show two years ago. A gentleman by the name of Fargus, who is a Bigfoot hunter. And I was expecting to interview him because I received a letter from him stating he, he had actually captured a Bigfoot. But I was not able to leave town to go see him. He lives in the hills of Tennessee. So on this Halloween, I've decided to tell you two ghost stories that are local ghost stories from this area of Cincinnati. The first ghost story has to deal with my own mother. My mother told me this ghost story when I was very young and I still remember it, but it goes something like this. When she was a young child, she had a friend who lived down the street from her and she would go over to her friend's house all the time to play. And she remembers her friend's mother was a beautiful lady, uh, always clean, always made up, always immaculate looking like a movie star, she said. But the thing my mom noticed the most about her hand, about her were her hands. Her hands, she said, were manicured perfectly, uh, painted perfectly. And, and I guess my mom said as a little girl, she noticed that that was something, you know, I guess little girls like to paint their nails and everything. Well, she was friends with this girl for many years, four or five years, and then her mother died. The lady's the lady, her friend's mother died. And she remembers that she went over to the friend's house for the wake, which they used to have in those days at people's homes. And I don't know if you're familiar with this, but this is how long my mom's 85. They used to have the body would be in the living room of the house and you would come visit the house with the body in it. And someone would sit up all night with the body for, I guess, in those times to make sure that the body was dead, maybe make, you know, because a lot of people would get in a coma or something and they, you know, they bury them in comas. So I guess you had to sit up and maybe it was a ritual. So, you know, somebody didn't get the body or I don't know what it was, but anyway, the story goes like this. They buried the lady and my mom went over to her house and still played with the little girl and they were still best friends. But a lot of things would go crazy in the house. In other words, uh, plates would fall off the uh, walls or the cupboards would open. And also you could always smell a smell, my mom said, a fingernail polish. And I don't know if that was in my mom's mind because she liked the way the fingernails were of this lady. And that's what she thought about her most. But she said, I could always smell fingernail polish. Well, one day they were sitting on the couch. Here's the way the story goes. One day they were sitting on the Davenport. If you don't know what a Davenport is, it's a certain type of couch that 
older people, if you know anyone, 75 and above, will still say, go have a seat on the Davenport. It's a type of couch. They were sitting on the couch, and the curtains behind them started to move. And my mom swears to this day that that lady's hands went from one side of the Davenport behind both of their heads all the way to the other side of the Davenport disappeared and both of them thought they were seeing things there's no way so they jumped up they looked behind the the Davenport the couch to see if anybody was back there no one back there they didn't see anybody so they thought okay well maybe I'm imagining this so they go into the other room to, are you ready for this? To get something out of the ice box. Ask your grandparents what an ice box is. The refrigerator. And as they're in there getting something out of the refrigerator, there's a mirror on the wall. And my mom and this girl said they looked into that mirror at an angle now, which would look into the living room. And again, they saw those hands going across the Davenport. Up one side and down the other. Now, I can tell you this. If I even mention that to my mom. My mom's 85 years old. If she's sitting on the couch and I say to her to this day, Mom, was that a hand that went behind your head? It gives her goosebumps to this day. Now, these are two little girls, probably 12, 13 years old. But they, my mom swears that there were these two sets of hands that went all the way across the Davenport. That's my first story on Halloween. The second story is, and I'm getting this from my daughter, who says it is a true story. This takes place in, in Oxford, Ohio. If you're not familiar with Oxford, Ohio, is, it's where the Miami Red Hawks University of Oxford is. It's north of Cincinnati. Now, the story goes that there was a farmhouse off the side of the road. Obviously a farmhouse. And the way the story goes is there was a gentleman who lived and went to the University of Miami. And I think this is back in the 40s. And he would go, his girlfriend lived in the farmhouse. Now, the girlfriend and him were not allowed to see each other. The farmer's, the, the, uh, his girlfriend's father, the farmer, forbid him to see each other. So the way they would see each other is he would come up the road in his motorcycle. And he would flash the lights on his motorcycle. And she would come down in her car down the path and they would meet on the bridge and you know they would get that that time to talk into whatever they did well this went on four five six times till one night the gentleman went to see his girlfriend and to get to the bridge was a hairpin turn well he was going too fast on his motorcycle he went off and into the ditch and killed himself. Well, 
the daughter of the farmer was so heartbroken that she committed suicide. Now, where's the ghost story come in? To this day, this is supposedly, and I get this from my daughter, and I've read it in a book. If you go, this road's still there, and the farmhouse is still up on the hill, but it is broke down. If you go to that road, and you pull off in that driveway, and you flash your headlights three times, a light will come down that driveway all the way to your car. Now, supposedly, the legend has it that if it reaches your car, then you die. So you better turn your lights off before it gets to the car. But my daughter said she went to that road. She tried the headlight thing. And she said she's done it three times. And all three times a light has come from that old farmhouse down the driveway and towards their car. And they have to turn the lights out and the light goes away. Now, I can't say what that light is, but I've looked it up in Books and Ghosts of Ohio. And I have found that story in that book. So... It is the ghost of Miami of Ohio. And the other one you won't find anywhere because that was my mom of the Davenport. But I was really looking forward to, to interviewing Fargus on his Bigfoot find. But we will do that in a future show when, when I can get down there to see him. Because he's not an easy guy to find. He lives way up in the hills of Tennessee. If you go back, I believe it's two... Halloween's ago to our Halloween special. You'll hear the interview with him. And he is an eccentric old man. But he is a professional Bigfoot hunter. So, on Halloween, I thought I might close this out with these stories with a poem. And I don't know if you know. I know you all know the legend of Sleepy Hollow. But do you really know the poem that goes along with the legend of Sleepy Hollow? First of all, does anybody know? I'm, does anybody know? I'm asking you like you're going to tell me. I'm assuming everybody knows the legend of Sleepy Hollow. The legend of Sleepy Hollow literally is a man by the name of Ichabod Crane who supposedly a school teacher who has a crush on a lady and she rebuffs his advances and he gets upset and he leaves but it's when he leaves that he meets the headless horseman so what I'm about to do is I'm about to end this by reading you a poem the legend of Sleepy Hollow Okay, this is the legend of Sleepy Hollow. If you ever visit New York, there's a warning you should know. Beware of Sleepy Hollow. It's a place where you dare not go. For there, 
is an age-old story that the villagers believe is true about a ghastly specter who'll prey on the likes of you. Buried in the ancient churchyard is a trooper without a head, and in the gloomy moonlight he rises from the dead. Known as the Headless Horseman, he rides at night, forever searching for his head. He's such an eerie sight. They tell of a gangling teacher who confronted a winsome miss, a wealthy farmer's daughter who promised a life of bliss. But she had another suitor, a formidable young man, who vied with the crafty Ichabod for the lovely maiden's hand. Rebuffed by his intendant, Ichabod was riding home through the darkened woods, fearful and alone, when suddenly a rider came. His eyes grew wide with fear. It was the headless horseman, and he was drawing near. Faster and faster through the trees, he chased poor Ichabod Crane, who fled the village that same night and was never seen again. That is the legend of Sleepy Hollow. And with that, I wish all you a happy Halloween and stay tuned and listen to all the episodes of the Core Extra Podcast, including our paranormal episodes, The Attic. I'm Steve, and that concludes tonight's Halloween stories.